Effects of the Gold Discovery by Reverend David Mackenzie, M.A. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Carol Box. Effects of the Gold Discovery The excitement produced throughout the colonies, but especially in Sydney and Melbourne, by the publications of the gold discovery, may be inferred from the following facts. In one week, upwards of 2,000 persons were counted on the road to the Bathurst diggings, and only 11 coming down. Hundreds of men, of all classes and conditions, threw up their situations, and leaving their wives and families behind them, started for the diggings. Whole crews ran away from their ships, which were left to rot in our harbours, the men having willingly forfeited all their wages, clothes, etc. Within one week the prices of the following goods rose 25% in Sydney. Flour, tea, sugar, rice, tobacco, warm clothing, and boots. Throughout all the towns nothing was saleable but provisions and diggers' tools and clothing. Every man who could handle a pick or spade was off, or preparing to be off, for the gold fields. The roads were crowded with travellers, carriages, gigs, drays, carts, and wheelbarrows, mixed up in one confused assemblage might be seen magistrates, lawyers, physicians, clerks, tradesmen, and labourers. The building of houses, bridges, etc., were suspended for want of tradesmen, nearly all of them having gone to the diggings. Many houses might be seen half-finished for want of men to proceed with the work, though the owners or contractors were offering enormously high wages to any that would complete the work. The fields were left unsown, flocks of sheep were deserted by their shepherds, with one stockholder who has twenty thousand sheep, there remained only two men. Masters were seen driving their own drays, and ladies of respectability and ample means were obliged to cook the family dinner. Servants and apprentices were off in a body, and even the very devils bolted from the newspaper offices. In short, the yellow fever sealed on all classes of society. In twenty-four hours prices of provisions doubled at Bathurst and the neighbouring places. In all our steamers and trading vessels the rate of passage was raised in consequence of the necessary increase in the wages of seamen. All the trades held their meetings, at which a new tariff of charges was agreed upon, and even the publicans raised at least 25% the prices of their wines, beer, and spirits. Van Diemen's Land and New Zealand poured upon our shores shiploads of adventurers, attracted by the golden news, and South Australia is now almost drained of its labouring population one of the consequences of which is that the shares of the famous Burra Burra copper mines there have fallen from £230 to £45, a fall which has entailed ruin on hundreds. In walking along the streets of Sydney or Melbourne, you hear nothing talked about but gold. You see nothing exhibited in shop windows but specimens of gold, or some article of equipment for the gold digger. In every society gold is the interminable topic of conversation and throughout the colonies the only newspapers now read are those which contain intelligence from our golden fields. 
soon after the discovery the government of new south wales seeing that it could not prevent the community from digging for gold on crown lands quietly made virtue of necessity and merely sought to legalize and regulate the diggings by the following announcement published in the official gazette the gold mines colonial secretary's office sydney twenty third of may eighteen fifty one licenses to dig and search for gold with reference to the proclamation issued on the twenty second of may instant declaring the rights of the crown in respect to gold found in its natural place of deposit within the territory of new south wales his excellency the governor with the advice of the executive council has been pleased to establish the following provisional regulations under which licenses may be obtained to search for and remove the same one from and after the first day of june next no person will be permitted to dig search for or remove gold on or from any land whether public or private without first taking out and paying for a license in the form annexed two for the present and pending further proof of the extent of the gold field the license fee has been fixed at one pound ten shillings per month to be paid in advance but it is to be understood that the rate is subject to future adjustment as circumstances may render expedient three the licenses can be obtained on the spot from the commissioner who has been appointed by his excellency the governor to carry these regulations into effect and who is authorized to receive the fee payable thereon four no person will be eligible to obtain a license or the renewal of a license unless he shall produce a certificate of discharge from his last service or prove to the satisfaction of the commissioner that he is not a person improperly absent from hired service five rules adjusting the extent and position of land to be covered by each license and for the prevention of confusion and the interference of one license with another will be the subject of early regulation six with reference to lands alienated by the crown in fee sample the commissioner will not be authorized for the present to issue licenses under the regulations to any persons but the proprietors or persons authorized by them in writing to apply for the same by his excellency's command e Fayes thompson End of Effects of the Gold Discovery by Reverend David Mackenzie, M.A. Recording by Carol Box